Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Be Alone podcast, a show dedicated to everything and anything related to the horror genre of movies. I'm Joe. And I'm Erica, in case you guys forgot. I, they might have. It's <laughs> been <laughs> quite a while. They might have gotten a notification and completely forgotten about what the show is. Yes, yes the Instagram post definitely... From <laughs> like holy shit. From a combination of a lack of horror movies since mm-hmm. Scream, to busy schedules, busy, uh, horrible busy schedules, uh, we have finally been able to sit down, and luckily, I think for us, like I've been on a tear with the movie we're talking about today. I mean, I've watched it a few times, and I've only seen this one once. It. Really, yeah. I've watched. I can't watch. I. This was the third time I've watched it. No spoilers. I could not watch that movie again. I watched you cannot it pay me to watch that movie again. Because I watched it once, and then I was trying to figure out how I thought about it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, because I watched it once, and then I watched it twice. No, I was finally. trying to figure out like where I stood with it. <laughs> and then I had my opinion, and then today I watched it a third time. Did you? Did your opinion change on the third movie? No. <laughs> Uh, kinda. Not I really. Think, I think my my opinion my opinion changed when I described it to someone. Okay. Which I thought was interesting. But yeah. we'll we don't yeah. we're we're getting into spoiler territory. Yeah. Uh, this week we are watching uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Specifically, Texas it's called Chainsaw Massacre. Chainsaw one word. Yeah. Uh, and because as we'll touch on later in this episode, <laughs> the naming conventions. For these movies, insane. Make you want to shoot. Make you want to chop yourself on the head with a chainsaw. It's just like you have Halloween, you have Scream, you have Friday the Thirteenth. Like you have, like even with Friday the Thirteenth, it's multiple words. It's not but like, it's always Friday the Thirteenth. It's not like Friday the Thirteenth. Thirteen is spelled out. Friday Thirteen. It's not like <laughs> the Thirteenth falls oh. on a Friday. <laughs> the Thirteenth of Friday. Oh. <laughs> It's just so odd. I sent you a text about it. I was like, guess what movies I've watched? And I just like listed them yeah, all. Yeah, and I was like, I was like can you guess which is which? Because no one else can. I know the fir- the original is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. There's a specific space between chain and saw. It is two words. For no reason. For because no reason. chainsaw is, is a word. word. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Know. Um, all right, so Erica, tell me about this movie. Okay, so David Blue Garcia directed it, and it was written by Chris Thomas Devlin. Interesting fact about David Blue Garcia. Yeah, who is this up. man? Uh, no one. He is no one. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> he was ran like I looked up like all the stuff that he did, and he was randomly the cinematographer for a movie called Bloodfest that I saw in theaters. Now, you may be thinking, this sounds like a movie about a killer in an amusement park. I've seen that movie. Yeah. Hellfest. Yeah. No, this is Bloodfest. It came out the exact same year. So, fun, fun <laughs> fact about that. Um, Have you seen Bloodfest? No. So You've seen Hellfest. I've, yeah. I've, to- I've completely forgot the name of Bloodfest. And I thought it was Aquaslash. Because that's one. Interesting. Where people are dying at Oh, I know that one. I wanted park. to see that so bad. Is that good? I didn't finish watching it. I need to watch I that. I started it and I was like, there's no way Joey recommended this. My my <laughs> mom recommended that movie to me. She wanted okay. to see it. And uh, I forget how I heard. I think that's how I heard about yeah. it. And yeah, I wanted to see that really oh bad. God, it God. looks 
awful. Yeah. But like, come on. Yeah. If, if, like the thing is, is, if a horror movie is awful and you know it's all, this is on topic to this yeah. episode. If the horror movie is awful and you know it's going to be horrible going into it, it's fun. Yeah. When you go into a horror movie that you expect to be good and it's awful, you get conflicting opinions, yeah. like today. Um, so no, he he was the cinematographer on Bloodfest, okay. which is not exact. It's very different than Hellfest, but it was just very unfortunate timing that these yeah, two movies with fest. very similar titles and mildly similar um, storylines came mm-hmm. out. I really liked Bloodfest. I was a fan of Rooster Teeth when it came out, which is why I went and see it, and they were the producers behind okay. it. Um, I'd recommend it if you can download, if you could see it for free. Yeah. It was worth seeing for free. Um, so that's the only thing I recognize him. So otherwise, no other real projects. I didn't even look because the name wasn't even remotely familiar. I just wanted to see if there was anything, and there was that yeah. weird connection there that yeah. I wanted to look at. So our production companies are Legendary Pictures, which pretty familiar with. Um, Is Legendary Pictures like that weird... Yeah, it looks like, like a Celtic knot. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then we have Exerbia Films, which I've never heard of. Nope. And Bad Ombre. I feel like I've heard of that. But Ombre? that could just be because it's a, <laughs> it's a common saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, as far as like actors and actresses went, I wouldn't even say like notable. <laughs> I would say none of these names jump off the page to me. None of them. But I can tell you that Alwyn Fuere. Oh. She was Ranger Sally Hardesty. So we'll hold that. But yeah. So she was supposed to be from the original Texas. I was wondering about that the whole time. I was like, it's weird they didn't get the. And uh, then they specifically casted Mike. Mike. Mark Burnham as Leatherface because he is actually that humongous. So it's not it was, the original Leatherface. They didn't no, like Michael it Myers. It no, it was specifically because of his stature. He looks like the phrase "bad ombre" come to life. Yes. Like in his IMDb picture, that's exactly what he looks like. Yes. Okay, so the the this, only thing I will point out is uh, Sarah Yarkin mm-hmm. plays Melody, uh, and she was also in Happy Death Day too. Something. The I mean, blonde? No, this is the dark hair, curly hair girl. Oh, I keep getting them confused. I mean, they're they're these characters are very lifeless, unnotable. Yes, there's <laughs> nothing. They fail the they fail the Star War, or the the Star Wars new trilogy test, which is name something or describe these characters without their without naming what they do, yeah, or yeah. how they look, mm-hmm. and you can't. No. Um. There's got to be a better name for that test. But yeah, she was in Happy Death Day 2. To okay. you. Which was a great movie. I didn't see that one. I saw oh the first one. They're both great. Like, they're not like... They're not Wait, like, is the second one when she goes, You're gay! If it is, I don't Shit. remember that. <laughs> You're gay. Uh, and Elise Fisher, the only thing I think I recognize from her is she was in 8th grade. Yes, she was in Bo Burnham's eighth grade. Yeah, that's why I had to bring that up because I knew you're. That was a great movie, though. I didn't see it, but it's, I tried to watch it. If you enjoy, if you went to eighth grade, if exactly, if you enjoy second secondhand embarrassment as much as I do, it's worth it. All but right. I just I went on an A twenty four kick, and of course I watched it. I didn't even realize I was A twenty four. That's yeah. funny. Um. All right, so. What, what's some background that we okay. need for this movie? So I put a little bit of a fun fact in here. So there have been a handful of movies that have been inspired 
by the serial killer Ed Gein. And this is one of them. Is that how you pronounce it? Gein? 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 I said Gein. Gein. I was always a so, Gein guy. Ed Gein was known as the Butcher of Plainfield. He was notoriously known for making furniture and everyday objects out of skin. So some examples where he made a lampshade out of a human face. The, the nipple belt, I remember. The nipple belt and bowls made from skulls. What's funny is um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, Dennis comments that he's going to make a lamp out of someone's skin. I never realized it's a yeah, reference. Yeah, there's a connection. That's so funny. there's another movie, uh, Silence of the Lambs, yes. where Buffalo Bill is, you know, also modeled after Ed Gein. Um, what else? So Ed Gein wasn't based out of Texas. He was based out of Wisconsin. That makes more sense. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. There's nothing wrong with Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin. Um, so although... Oh, how do you say it again? Alwyn, Alan Fuhrer? Fuery. That sounded way better. So she... It. It's, it's a difficult name. <clears throat> she Foyer? Foyer? It's Fuere. 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 I can't. I'm not Fuere. Just I, put, I put a pronunciation thing in there for you. Next to Fuere. Gotcha. Yeah. Fuere. Um, so she wasn't in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974, um, but they did cast her because she looked very similar to the woman who did play Sally, who escaped from the 1974 Is that the Marilyn Burns? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I would like to believe that they would have brought back Marilyn Burns, but she passed away in 2014, R.I.P. And this is obviously a slasher film. This might have... Uh, it didn't birth the slasher genre as no. we've discussed in previous editions. That was uh, arguably um, Black Christmas. Yeah. Uh, was, was, is, no, is given credit yeah. as the first slasher. And this came out before... So I was thinking this earlier. This came out before Halloween. Because Halloween came mm-hmm. out in 78. Yep. This was 74. What are the chances that like the wearing a different face stuck... And they did it with Michael Myers. I mean, the, the, just a little. Bit I can see that. Yeah, I can see. There's definitely some inspo there. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that just became the thing because then Jason had a mask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Freddy. Freddy didn't have a mask, but his face was mutilated. Freddy. Um, Freddy needed a mask. Freddy needed a mask. Um, but I mean, you also see it in like other pop culture, yeah. like um, wrestling. I always thought of Kane. Oh, if you God, I the, loved Kane. Yeah, I thought yeah. you seemed like someone who would love Kane. <laughs> Kane uh, and Undertaker are my Kane and Undertaker, favorite. But, like, Kane just reminds me of, like, this era yeah. of slasher. Um, so, yeah, that's all. Uh, all that, very here, mm-hmm. very good. Let's... <laughs> I, don't, I just want to talk about this spoiler. Like, I, I yeah. don't... If it's free on Netflix, go watch it. it. It's ninety now. minutes. Uh, it was number one for five days on. Was Netflix. it really? Yeah, that's impressive. And that's I was like, that's pretty generous. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think a lot of people were like clamoring for this movie, um, but I mean, there was some decent like buzz around it. Yeah. Um, I had my mom over to watch it with me because me and my mom love horror movies. How sweet. Uh, and I. Don't think I've seen. I think this was the first one I watched of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This of the series. That blows my mind. I mean, I didn't. I may 
I may have seen the 2003 one before. Watching the beginning today. Yeah. There were some scenes in there that were very familiar. Okay. That I was like, maybe I have seen this already, but I like I couldn't place when or where I would have. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I can't, but, like, I've seen them so many times, I can't tell really? them apart. I mean, yeah, they're very difficult to tell apart. Like, Even I can from always, their name alone. Like, I can always pinpoint who, like, the main actress is, but I never know, like, which one came first. Mm-hmm. But I can say that Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, by far one of my favorites. The the 1986 one? Mm-hmm. You gotta watch it. Oh, I don't wanna. I'm yeah. so... I've watched so much Texas Chainsaw Massacre well, over the last three Well, don't watch it now. Just wait and watch it later. Uh, but we'll see. All right. Recommend. Let's get... Uh, if you haven't already watched it, we're gonna give you a quick two seconds to go watch it, pause, and then come back to us. All right. So now we're moving in with spoilers. I'm gonna read through the plot here. Yes. Give you a little bit of a brief rundown. Uh, so this is a super modernized and direct sequel to the 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It is a requel, as uh, Scream has so eloquently given us the name for. Yeah. It follows in the footsteps of Halloween and Scream. And Scream um, Which, who knew that that would, like, catch be on. a thing? This... Oh, my God, of course that would be a thing. But, like, I just, I wasn't expecting it to be such a big thing. Like, when Halloween did it, I was like, okay, it kind of makes sense because there's... 47 other movies yeah. that have nothing to do with what's been going on. Texas, of, of all of the movies to do, Texas Chainsaw Massacre seems to be the weirdest choice Yeah. to do something like this. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, Jeepers Creepers is coming out this year, and that's going to be a requel. Yeah, that's a good That's a good one to do. I don't know. I think, that. because, I mean, Jeepers, I didn't even see the third one. and I, I saw the second one and maybe the first one. I really one. liked the second one. The third second one was, was the one on the school bus, yeah. right? Yeah, I like that one. But, uh, I mean, Hollywood, when they see a chance to rehash an yeah. old thing, that's the thing, this is a long rant for a different time, but <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood is, uh, people are going to be more willing to invest in movies that already have a cult following yeah. than something brand new, because people might not see something brand new. People will go attached to something that already has a name and yeah. whatever. Uh, they won't see cool new movies. Unlike us. Uh, we can talk about that because I think this might be a rather quick episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is based 50 years after Leatherface's killing spree in 73. We are met with the Gen Z entrepreneurs who... Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. Gen Z... Not even millennials. No. Entrepreneurs who don't appear to even be close to the age of 25. Uh, Harlow, Texas is an antiquated near ghost town with these kids have uh, have decided to purchase an auction of property in order to bring this town back to life with a younger crowd. While Melody was telling Ginny, an old woman, that she was basically evicted from the bank while by the bank, Ginny succumbs to a heart attack, leaving her sweet leather face an orphan. <laughs> Is this name canonically Tommy? I have no idea. Because in in the beginning, his name is Tommy. And I don't remember if it's like canonically throughout the series. I that's can't it. Remember, honestly. And I just watched all of them. You think I that think I'd be able it, to piece them all together? I think it is. I think it's Tommy. But also, just a side note. So this was written like stream of consciousness while I was watching. Oh, I can tell. So, <laughs> so all my little comments. I just feel like it spices it up. So on the way to the hospital, while um. While Ginny is having this heart attack, yeah. she passes away. Yeah, so they're they're in a van and Leatherface, Leatherface two officers, and then one of the Zillennials <laughs> in the front seat. 
Uh, Leatherface goes ape shit and just starts attacking uh, the people in the van, crashes the van, and then mm-hmm. makes his way to back to the town. Uh, as a oh, storm is coming in. Which yes. I, I like that aspect of it. Um, during all of this, there is a bus full of investors partying in the middle of this abandoned town. Yeah. Uh, and Melody gets trapped in the Leatherface's home while he returns, searching for the title to his house. She wants mm-hmm. to make sure that she did not just kick an old woman out of her own yeah. house. Uh, and wants to kind of absolve herself of the sin that she just did. Mm. The murder? The murder. She murdered that woman. The moida. Obviously, their efforts to escape are thwarted, but, uh, but Ranger Sally? Ranger Sally. She's that- a ranger, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought you were talking about the guy because there's no. a contractor in there too. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really write it. I mean, he was kind of. Go ahead. We'll yeah, keep going. So yeah, Sally. Uh, so Sally's a Texas Ranger. Sally's a Texas Ranger who's been searching for Leatherface for Which, fifty like, years. Okay, continue. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> she comes to her rescue to rescue them. Leatherface, spoiler, uh, kills Sally, uh, and then tracks out oh my god like this movie like it's not even your description because like your description i get is stream of conscious but this movie just so all over the place do you know how many times i had to click like rewind 10 on netflix to be like is this really what the fuck is happening so bad anyway leatherface is like running around killing all these kids in a fucking town that's it yeah that's the movie yeah i mean like the the ending the ending was pretty good. I'll give you that. Ending was good. Uh, but, like, I just I just want to talk. I just want to talk yeah, we more need about to talk. this. So, like, why? Why did this movie get made? I don't know. Money. I mean, obviously. But but the thing is, is that they made the wrong approach. Well. Like, if they wanted to do a direct sequel to Texas Chainsaw... They could have gone any other way. Well, the problem with it is that every Texas... Like, it's it sucks so much because it had such a good... It, it felt like it could have been House of Wax yeah. meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Because as soon as I saw that there was a whole town, mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. There are so many people here. There's going to be an absolute slaughter. There's a lot of different scenery and different things that they can touch on. There was a theater. There were like all of these different little fixtures like House of Wax where they like went through this abandoned town and were getting stunted. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. And then what did they do? They didn't utilize any of it. They killed all of them in a bus. Didn't utilize any of it. Don't get me wrong. The bus scene had some issues but was overall I liked but like it just felt like it was so wasted it felt very Looney Tunes to me oh I could see so, that so you know how like they have well the, the cam- them pulling their cameras up well no I mean like vomit. the like have, how they have like the cardboard cut out town behind them mm. that's all that's how yeah. it felt to me yeah there was no depth because yeah there was, well there was no depth to anything there was no depth I mean, to the characters I mean except for the mechanic shop but that was it even that like yeah. there was nothing there like yeah. and uh, they had no like what was the point of having him in that movie, the mechanic? Um, he just did... it was, I mean, it was to show the the dichotomy, yeah. which is too big a word for this movie, of Honestly. liberals and and conservatives. Yeah. That was all it was. Yeah, it was just hey, there are some liberals doing doing uh, coastal elite shit, yeah. and here's the 
the redneck podunk uh, conservative Confederate flag wearing guy. Yeah. Like that's all it was. Like, yeah. And it, and it wasn't even like it was making a good commentary or anything. Because no. like the commentary made no like the fact that they rolled in in a Tesla too. I, listen. Like it was just down to the stupidest detail. I, that as soon as I saw the Tesla, and just like the teenagers in general. I was just like, I'm immediately over this. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately, no. You're done. I don't need moody, melodramatic teens, like, whining and stomping their foot over a fucking town. Like, are you I, don't, I don't mind. How are we supposed to be convinced that these are, like, really young adults buying a fucking town? Well, that's the other thing, too, is because they're clear, they're driving a Tesla, which isn't, like, a rich people car, but it's not a poor people car. No. Um, so they're clearly, like... They're doing well, but it was yeah. just like. Um. So let's let's break nervous. it down. Let's break like what. What are your top grievances with this movie? There was no story. There was no story. That's the thing is, and, and I texted you this there as soon no as I finished it. There was no motivation behind the killings. Like, the, oh my god, his mom passed away in the van. Like, I get that he was angry. There was no stakes. No, I think is the big thing. Yeah, and like. None of the characters had enough backstory to make you care about them. Yeah. And Texas Chainsaw 2003, mm-hmm. the a remake of the original, there was more depth to all the characters. There yeah. was more screen time to them. You understood them. Was that the Jessica Biel one? That was the Jessica Okay, Biel so one. Yeah. yeah. So you have her and the guy that proposed to her, her fiancé, and like all that going on. And you get to, like, know them better. You get to see their emotions way close up as opposed to this movie. So, when you got to the end, you just, you felt like, okay, I watched a bunch of people die, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I got anything out of it. And, like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of horror movies like that, but there are a lot of horror movies like that that aren't bad. Yeah. And this one still was bad. The only great thing that I can say about this movie is they did do, there were a lot of, like, Easter eggs. Really? Yeah, so, like, the whole sunflower field... Yeah. That's from, yeah. So that, yeah. There was that Polaroid. That's from the original movie. Okay. Um, shit, I can't remember. But we obviously have the scene of him in the street waving the chainsaw around, which is from the original. Yeah. Um, there were like a, there were a good amount of like little things throughout it. So that was your good things. Yeah. I, I would say my good things. Um, I thought the kills were pretty, pretty good. Um, the, and we'll talk more in depth about the kills, but yeah. um, I like the the violence was good. I mean, again, like I thought it had a good setup. Like I liked the idea of the town. Like mm-hmm. I felt like that's that's what I want out of a sequel. Yeah, is I want like the first one's in a house. Yeah. Okay, this one's in an abandoned town. Like you think of like it's just getting bigger. Yeah, and there are more people here. And like I'm fine if there is a large group of cardboard cutout people. Yeah. That are just there to die. Yeah. Like, everyone in that, in that were all those uh, Gen Zers that came in it's that like got malignant killed. It's like with all the police officers. Yeah, like, I'm fine if there's just, like, cannon fodder yeah. for murders. As long as the murders are inventive and the the kill the people we care about, their kills or when they die, are we care. Yeah. And we care. Like, I don't care if he goes through a town and kills a bunch of people, yeah. but like, like, like we had some kills from Halloween that no one cared about, no. but they were still good. Yeah. The fucking, uh, of the original Halloween, yeah. the, not the original, but like the original remake where, uh, he just goes into, goes and starts killing people mm-hmm. in the houses. Yeah. Great. Yeah. They were no name characters. We don't care about those characters, but those kills were good and they were me- and they meant something. Mm-hmm. 
Leatherface's kills in this meant nothing. 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 Um, uh, what were your favorite kills? Okay. So my first favorite kill was in the van on the way to the hospital. That's the first thing that came to mind. So that, I think that set the bar for me. And, like, I was already going back and forth about how I felt about it. Because this was the whole deed of the house. It was right after the deed to the house. So, in the van, Leatherface, after his mom dies, Leatherface breaks one of the officer's arms. And the bone the sticks out. The bone's impacted, so it's sticking out in, like, really sharp edges. And Leatherface takes the bone, like, takes his arm and shoves it through his neck. The sharp end first. And it was fucking incredible. That was awesome. That was an awesome kill. And it was like, it was practical effects. So it was like. Was it really? Yeah. So it was definitely my favorite. That one was really good. You actually, uh, you wrote all your favorites on here, but a lot of them overlap because there weren't really (laughs) many great ones. Um, Because did you notice the chainsaw, the one with the two people at the end of the bus? No. Okay, so he shoves the chainsaw through the... Oh, yeah. Where they I made them look like they were having so sex. so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, that's my, I watched that with my mom, and, I was like, and my mom was like, Jesus, okay. Like, that's, that's a little much. <laughs> and then Catherine's death was... Catherine's death is great. Where like she's trying to escape through the window, yeah. and he cuts her in half. I also liked... Um, I, and this, is again, this is a testament to how bad the characters were. Uh, the redneck, that's all I can call him. I have no idea what his name was. Richter. Richter? Yeah. Of course it was Richter. The um, mechanic. The mechanic, yeah. yeah. I liked his death, because that was the death, like, I told my mom that it was, it was, she was like, I didn't think it would be gory, and I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just, it's just my mom, guess, as she's getting older, gore is yeah. getting a little more freaky to her. Um, come a long way since uh, we watched Saul. Yeah. <laughs> and she's yeah. not as big a fan anymore. Those are the only kills that really mattered, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was all. Like, I mean, the but, and that's the thing is, like, cause, like, the like, I mean, like, you could make a case for the last kill. Yeah. Because that actually, I did enjoy that one. It actually, after I just rewatched it today, it does harken back to the Texas Chainsaw, the beginning. Yeah. Where the girl's driving away in a car, and he meat hooks her and pulls her out of the car. Yeah. Um, so that, I didn't know that that was a, a callback to that. Yeah. Um, until I just saw that today. But I'm going to say this. We're going to move into how it ranks amongst the other genre, uh, well, others in the franchise. Yeah. Uh, I've watched, <laughs> after I watched this, which this movie is called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. I watched, oh no, this one's called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right? No, I think it's just Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This one's Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. I then watched The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> then I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Then I watched Texas Chainsaw. Then I watched today Texas The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. Okay. Did you watch Leatherface by chance? No. Okay. I couldn't find it on a streaming service Leather- to be able to watch Leatherface it Leatherface is pretty good. Um... Of all of them, I can rank them real quick. Real quick for you, you. go because uh, I put them all in, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make a comment. I read an article, or not an article, maybe it was on the uh, on the on Reddit or something. But my ranking of these movies, and and if you even remember, you can maybe refute it. But maybe I'll just be the sole person in this. Uh, the 2003 best one. Yeah, I 2003, agree with that. Fantastic. That one's 
sticks with me. Like, yeah. especially, like, the meat hooks and the fiancés on the meat hook. Disgusting. Fantastic. Really good one. Uh, the next best one, I would say, is the original. Yes. Um, but I will say the original, as a baby horror, like, I didn't grow up with it. Yeah. So... A lot of it's lost. Mm-hmm. I will say there are some good points to it, like um, the fact that he gets it, he gets hit with the mallet out of mm-hmm. nowhere. There's no music or anything. You just like walk up and you don't even expect it. he just yeah. comes out and dies. <laughs> Fucking wild. And and I talked about this to you, like watching th- watching all of these movies has made me realize uh, how much influence these movies have had in so much. Not even mm-hmm. just pop culture. But in the horror genre as a whole. And I didn't realize, like, these movies completely inspired um, Resident Evil 7. Mm -hmm. That whole game is just Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Uh, And not only that, but everything in Texas Chainsaw, especially the the original, is fucking Dead by Daylight. Like, Mm. that whole thing is just Dead by Daylight. Okay. Because... It's the meat hook, like throwing people uh, on the meat hook, oh. being chased by, like, he's just chasing these people through, like, this house, like, through, like, um, abandoned houses, le- and, yeah. laundry, and, like, all, like, through a mm. cornfield, all that stuff. Like, the whole movie, it just felt like I was playing Dead by Daylight, or watching someone play Dead by Daylight, really. I never thought of it that way. It, it, it just makes you realize, like, what these things. Yeah. You can just you're watching. You're like, I see how this. Be- I see how Dead by Day like I'm made from this movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Even like to the point where in t- in the 2003 version, she hides in a locker in the yes. in the thing, and that's a, that's another Dead by Daylight thing. Yeah. Hiding in a locker and him opening the locker, see, trying I to find him. Thought of it like that. Um. So I think it's just nuts to see like the 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 thing, and we've talked about. Um. I think before we even started the show, like how one of the things that like I've noticed is like a trope. Is the dinner. Yes. In, and like I didn't even remember like. Because it's not in the 2003 one. No. They don't have the dinner in there. But in the original one they do. Mm-hmm. And like we. When you told me to watch some weird ass Australian movie. Oh yeah. Uh, what was it? Um Like Prom Night or. No, no it wasn't Prom Night. But it was like. It was some weird movie. And they had the dinner. Yeah. Uh, and I was like. Yeah that's that's got to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then again, it's in it's in Resident Evil Seven as well, where it's just a, a deranged family sits around a table with a with a, a kidnapped victim at the end of it. The loved ones. The loved ones. That's right. And he also did um. He did another movie that was an Australian movie that someone recommended. Was it Housebound? It was not Housebound. Oh, that's New Zealand. It was the basically the Australian. My coach would be so disappointed that he heard if he heard me say that. It's the Australian version of Creep, I would say. Um, I forget what it's called. I'm look. It was Wolf Creek. Okay. Wolf Creek was uh was the one. These are just all movies that get thrown out on on, on Reddit. I know. Um, that I just like internalize and ended yeah. up seeing. I think um, I've seen it. It might have. It's it's a very common trope. This guy just goes out and helps these um people lost in the wilderness. Yeah. And then kills them. Okay. Horrifically. Yeah. Um, and it's like based on a true story, so it's like the horror of like real real life psychopaths. My fave. Um, but one bring it back. I think the one of the comments that I that I thought really really made this movie stand out as a, kind of like a black sheep in this mm-hmm. franchise is that it's missing a key element that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies have, and that's 
It's not just Leatherface. No. That's the scary part of these <laughs> no. movies. Like it's Leatherface his, is the, It's his fucking family. It's the whole family. Like honestly, in the in the 2003 one and in the in, in the beginning, the cop is scarier than Leatherface. Oh uh, yeah. Like the the fact that there's this officer that you think is like there to help you is there to just kidnap you, bring you to his house and, and kill you. Yeah, and eat you. And eat you. Like that's way scarier than a dude who has no idea what he's doing just going around killing Kill people because people. people are telling him to. Yeah. This dude he Leatherface doesn't actually have any malice other than I no. think I'm defending my family. Yeah. It's the rest of his family that are fucking insane mm-hmm. that like is why it's scary. Yeah. And this didn't have that. No. It Not just had deranged his, guy his killing. It's creepy, that's about it. And that's the thing is like, and they don't even allude to him being a cannibal. Mm-mm. No, none of like, that. I it's feel- just he kills people. Wait, I don't know. That's it. He just kills people. And yeah. That's it. He kills people because he's mad. Yeah. That's it. Um, and it's just, it's that's what makes I think has it lack the roundness yeah. of a of a tech. It's a I very two D movie, and the the family adds a third dimension yeah. to it. And that's what like I think. So I think my ranking would be the Texas Chain Saw, the original, and then it would be the second. It would be part two. It's more of a dark comedy, but I love it. Mm-hmm. And then it would be the 2003 Texas Chain Saw. So you like the original one better than yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. And I think like this one falls... Of, I mean, I haven't seen Texas Chain Saw 2. You need to watch it. I know. I don't <laughs> want to, though. Uh, this good. one falls... I think I actually have this better than Texas Chainsaw 3D, which sucks because I liked 3D. I don't even know if I watched 3D. You did. It was Alexander Daddrio. Son of a bitch. That was 3D. That was a 3D one. Yeah, you can tell because he threw a chainsaw at someone and it came at the Um, screen. Um, That movie was awful, but like I told you before we started uh, recording, I want to (laughs) use... I, I don't even want to hear Do it. Do your thing, cuz. It so has many. It's so awful. It's so, so good. But even that one has like a good twist to it. It had a good sequel. Like that one was good. And I, I think it should be ranked higher than this one. But let's go into our reviews yeah. and what we think of it. Because I think at the end of the day, if we went into this movie thinking. Blind. Blind, thinking it was going to be a serious movie. Yeah. And when I started... I thought it was going to be a serious movie. I thought it was going to be a serious contender, like Halloween, like Scream, like all that. And then I went into... I went... I had like a team meeting at work. And I said, hey guys, so I watched this movie. Did you see it? No one watched it. And I started describing it to them. And the whole time, I'm just dying laughing. Yeah. At like... It's ridiculous. It's like, get that Confederate flag down. Yeah. Um, the, the people pulling up their camera phone. And like everyone in the office is just like laughing. And I'm like, maybe I've watched this movie wrong. Like maybe this is meant to... Like maybe it's just supposed to be dumb and funny. And if I... I think if I look at it through that lens... Because my when I said that, I said, don't watch it. It's terrible. Yeah. And I told them all that. They were like, oh, well, I gotta watch it now. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well... They're probably going to enjoy it. They're going to enjoy it a lot more knowing that it's not a serious movie and that it's meant to be kind of stupid. Yeah. So I think if you go into it that way, it's actually not bad, but just don't go into it expecting anything good. No. Not at all. Is that kind of where you are? Yeah. I just, I thought the whole movie was a fucking joke and not in the funny way. 
<laughs> I was very disappointed with it. Also, another fun fact that I forgot to mention, both the original, the 74 Texas Chainsaw, and this movie have identical runtime. Yeah, They're I saw that. 83 yeah. minutes. I love that... Uh, I love that they were all these movies are very quick. Yeah. So I got through them relatively quickly. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's time to go to our Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Erica. Yes. What do you think this movie got from the critics and from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, critics. I feel like both hated it. Who do you think hated it more? The critics. No. No. Yeah. Right. That's Isn't that wild? So I'm going to say then the critics gave it a 42. Wrong. Down. Down. Uh, 38. Even more down. 32? That's it. 32? Critics gave it a 32. And remember, the audience gave it less than that. A 27. 28. <gasps> yeah. Wow. No one likes this movie. My dad liked it. <laughs> Again, I think that's the thing. It's like no one asked for this movie. And my favorite review of it is uh, from Rolling Stone, David Fear on Rolling Stone. What a fucking great name for a horror reviewer. David Fear. Oh, I like that. I'm changing my name. There's no way that's that's his real name. He says, for the love of Leatherface, leave this massacre alone once and for all. It's time to put the chainsaw down and walk away. Dead And ass. it's true. Like, we don't need another one of these. No. You can only spell Texas Chainsaw Massacre so many ways. And they've already done a Leatherface movie. We're done. We don't need done. anymore. You're done. Yeah. We don't need anymore. That's it. We're done. And, what I mean. Was, what does this rank for you? For me, I think I officially gave it a... Um... 60 6.0 out of 10 that high yeah probably too high that's I'm, high it's pretty high i did mine in stars because like you know i just was thinking of a joke and it's just like half star do not recommend half star half star wow Absolutely. i think i think i might i might say 55 do not recommend i say i, I would say like a 5.5. 5. 5.5 5. 5 out of 10. I'd say because 30 out of 100 for me. If you go into it thinking it's funny, I think if you're watching it with a bunch of friends, you can just cut, like rip into this yeah. movie. And I think that has some merit. So the so each of the three redeeming qualities gets 10 points. So how large and terrifying he actually is, is one. The callbacks to the previous movie, and then some of the deaths were really good. Other than that, I fucking hated it. I love how shit Sally was at trying to find him, too. I, I don't even years. want to talk about Sally just, like, coming back from the dead in in a bunch of trash bags, lady. Yeah, just, lay, was... just lay down. <laughs> just lay just down. like, no rules in this whole fucking No rules. Movie. Fucking ridiculous. Just lay down. All right, well, this was a, a bit of a quicker episode, so I want to give us some time. I want to do a, a quick... I'm springing this on yeah. you. Uh, but I want to do a quick like little post thing yeah. uh, to see we're uh, March now. Uh, yes. So I want to ask, what are some movies that you've seen this year so far? Some horror movies. It doesn't have to come out this year uh, that you that you really like that you recommend our audience listen to. So, so uh, watch, watch. You what? said they should listen to? They should, well, yeah. They <laughs> should, just, like, it they should put me. on in the yeah. background where they're scrolling through their phones oh, because millennials don't do nothing and blah, blah, blah. And all we do is cry. No, they were <laughs> millennials. Give us a break. Give the millennials a break. Anyway, 
Um, I would have to say the first movie that I watched in 2022, The Faculty, definitely recommend that to everyone because it's got all of the good stuff in it. Um, it's got aliens, it's got murder, it's got mystery. Um, I'm trying to think. I haven't really seen any good ones. But yeah, I definitely see The Faculty stood out to me the most. Even though that movie's from like the 90s. I have two. Uh, the first one is Come Play. I did see that. I did like that Come one Play. Uh, I... I had went into it with no expectations, no idea what the movie was, except that Jillian Jacobs was in it, and I yeah. love Jillian Jacobs. Um, and it absolutely blew me away. Yeah. Um, it was different. It was different. I thought it was inventive. Uh, there were scare tactics used in it that I um, okay. that I'd never seen before. That yeah. when I watched it, I was like, "Wow, that's cool." Uh, and if a movie, like again, like with us, with so many horror movies that we've seen, we feel yeah. like we've seen it all. If a movie can come and scare me in a way, or like not even scare me because I don't think it was like, too scary, yeah. but like like use tactics that I've never seen before, mm-hmm. um, then I give it mad props. So yeah. I liked that a lot. Okay. So before you start with your next one, I do want to recommend a book to you. And to oh, also. I think I, this is the one you meant you called um, you texted me about the other day. No, this one's called Imaginary Friend. Okay. And it's the guy who wrote Perks of Being a Wallflower. But it's kind of the same thing. Like, it's a kid who has this imaginary friend. And it, like, this was a, this is a thick book. And I tore through it. Okay. Like, lost hours of a day. And, like, looked up and it was nighttime. So fucking good. Um, I have two other ones that I watched, but I don't know how much I recommend them. Uh... The second one, these are all in, I think I'm going to put them in, in decreasing quality. Come play. Incredible. If you don't, if you watch anything, watch come play. Uh, if you then want a stupid fun movie, uh, watch till death. Which one's that? That is the Megan Fox. Oh, that one was good. Uh, is very good. I like that one. Um, that one was interesting. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And then something different my friend recommended me that I watched last night. It's new on Hulu. Did you uh, watch Fresh? I did watch I'm Fresh. I'm going to kill you. Did you not like it? I'm going to chop you up. I didn't watch it yet. Okay. Because that, like, if we didn't do this, we, I wanted to do, do fresh. fresh. We can do Fresh next week. Okay. Or next next episode. I mean, we, yeah. we, we still have... Um, did you like how I said I'm going to chop you up? Yeah. Well, you. I didn't know what was going on. My friend just texted me and was like, do you like messed up movies? And I'm like, you know who you're talking to here. And it's and Sebastian Stan. It, I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm a so I'm not going to say anything. Stand. I'm not going to say anything about yeah, no, it. Don't. Uh, we could do Fresh, and then I think we have Con- uh, The Cursed uh, yeah. coming up. And then... I have to look at my planner. There are there are there some are coming, some up, coming but up. They're, they're like... Not like indie, but kind of. Okay. Like they're... Oh, X comes out in March. Comes out this month. Comes out next week. Yo. Oh, you know what I watched the other day? What? The, the second time. Baby, uh, the Babysitter Killer Queen. Yeah. That series. And Fox. Jenna Ortega was in it. Jenna Ortega. Of course, that's why I watched it. Because I was like, I want to um, see another Jenna Ortega movie. What did movie. I watch the other... Just kidding. I watched Midsummer twice last week. Get out of here. Midsummer is the greatest movie everybody has I to think, watch. It. I think that's it where we can end. I don't need to... <laughs> we don't need to go no. on with this. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you like what you heard, please let us know. Yes. Follow us on Instagram. DM us. DM us. Comment. Because yeah. there's going to be a post about this Interact one. Interact with our posts. Interact with our posts. Let us know what you think. 
Uh, follow the show on Spotify, on Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Give us a five star review. Spotify does reviews now too. Yes, Make I did sure see you that. send those in. It really helps us grow the channel. But until next time, thank you and remember never be alone. Stay spooky. I have to close my eyes because I know you're going to say Stay that. spooky, bitches. Stay spooky, bitches.